Just a quick note before we get into the main segment of the podcast. At the restaurant, there was a bit of background noise, and Diego and I uh, tried to compensate a little bit by speaking louder into the microphone. Um, So just a heads up, I would recommend uh, turning the volume down a little bit before getting into the main segment of the podcast. But other than that, I think the audio turned out pretty well. And again, hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome listeners to episode number three of the Andrew Food for Thought podcast. I am joined today by my guest Diego Oropesa and we are here at a Mexican restaurant in the Richmond district of San Francisco called Taqueria Los Mayas. This is a restaurant that specializes in food from the Yucatan region of Mexico. Uh, particularly known for their panuchos, and they also have tacos, burritos, uh, ceviches, um, and uh, many other uh, classic uh, Mexican dishes that you'd find at a lot of stateside Mexican restaurants. Um, so I'm joined here uh, with my good friend Diego. And to kick it off, uh, Diego, if you want to tell us a little bit about this restaurant and uh, what made you choose uh, to come here today. Yes, um, so I like this restaurant in particular. Uh, because it serves different Mexican food than when, what I'm used to getting here in the U.S. That is like the classical just burritos and tacos. Uh, here I get panuchos. This is something that uh, it's very rare to find in the U.S. I think. And I found this restaurant through a friend who introduced me to the owner of this place. And we came here to visit him and I, I tried it and the panuchos seemed pretty solid. Um, so salsas, salsas are on point, and the atmosphere is always great. Yeah, and speaking of the atmosphere, um, we do have a little bit of uh, background noise, a little bit of music in the background, and, and you can hear the conversations, but kind of just uh, gives you a sense of the, um, the atmosphere here at the restaurant. So we, um, we have our food in front of us. The food has come out. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, what you ordered. Like, uh, what, what did you decide uh, to order today at, at uh, Taqueria Los Mayas? So what I typically get here is a pokchuk and cochinita pibil. Both of these meats is kind of like uh, slowly cooked pork shoulder. But this is marinated. One is marinated with beer. Uh, in particular, Negro Modelo, I think it's the, the, main, the main ingredient. And the other one is marinated with uh, some citric fruits and, and cilantro. Um, it's always very tender because they take a lot of time to cook it. And so the uh, panucho, uh, you, have, you choose your meat and they put it on top of, um, what, what would you call this? It's like a fried... Uh... It's, think about it like a thicker tortilla, but this tortilla in the middle has a layer of refried beans. So you don't eat it as a taco, you eat it, it's flat and thick, and then it has the meat on top, vegetables, salsa, cheese, tomatoes, onion, and radish. And so this this restaurant, like I mentioned, more of a Yucatan style food. So you've been to the Yucatan before. Um, how would you say the food there is different from other parts of Mexico? And, uh, you know, for example, like the food that they have on the, the menu here, the ceviches, the, uh, the panuchos, like how would you describe the food in the Yucatan? So in Yucatan, the, the experience that I have in Yucatan is basically just this, this, the panuchos. I didn't really try anything else, but uh, these are very emblematic everywhere. Uh, I guess the other difference in the Yucatecan food is that salsas are made with habanero 
peppers instead of like jalapenos or green peppers that are used more in in the western region of Mexico so the sauces here uh, they can be very very spicy because of the habanero that's one thing that I noticed right off the bat we got a, a variety of salsas here uh, we'll post a picture of it when we post the podcast on social media um, and, and all of them were pretty spicy I tried I tried a few of them and, and none of them were um, were light in flavor they were all pretty spicy so I can definitely see that so um, just another note about this restaurant so we're here in the Richmond district um, I would say not an area known for Mexican food. I think a lot of the Mexican restaurants I've been to are tend to be in the Mission. Um, and so around here, like I see a, a Japanese shabu-shabu restaurant across the street and there's like a little Chinese market next to us. So I think this is um, one of the few Mexican, I don't know, have you been to any other Mexican restaurants in this area? Not in this area. This is the, the only one that I've seen and the other one, I, the only one I come to. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, it does kind of stand out a little bit being over here in the Richmond. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about um, your experience with Mexican food. So you grew up in Mexico in the city of Guadalajara. And, um, and your city is known for uh, certain kinds of foods that maybe aren't as popular in other parts of the country. So what, what is Guadalajara known for? I think the most typical... Food from Guadalajara will be the torta ahogada, which is like a Mexican torta made with this special bread that is uh, French style. Uh, and then you put refried beans and that type of meat inside. The, the particular thing and the main ingredient of this torta is the salsa, because it's a salsa that you don't only throw a little bit, you, you throw a lot of salsa to, to the point that you're eating the torta with a spoon like if it was a soup. So that's why the meaning torta ahogada means drowned torta. And I guess another another typical dish of Guadalajara would be a style of tacos called barbacoa. So barbacoa is like a beef stew. And then they make the tacos with this beef stew and they grill them until the tacos are very, very crispy and red because of the salsa, then you throw lemon and onions. Very basic, but pretty tasty. And this past summer, I spent a few days um, down in Guadalajara. You showed me around a little bit and we tried some of the food. So we did go to uh, a little restaurant that had uh, tacos de barbacoa. And that was literally the only thing they had on the menu, other than maybe you can get some drinks. Um, so that, that place was really cool. and. I think another thing that I really enjoyed about um, being in Mexico and being in Guadalajara was like some of the markets. You go outside, you can get like some fresh cheese, you can get um, fresh fruit, uh, fresh drinks, um, a lot like a wide variety of uh, different kind of food in the markets. So, um, is there anything uh, in particular that uh, you like at the markets or that um, you tend to go for? Well, what I do, so the market is right is right in front of the street where my grandma lives. So the main thing that I get there is freshly squeezed juice every morning, every time that I'm there. And just walk around and try to find little snacks here and there, like uh, fruit that they sell. They give you to try, I don't know, like pieces of pineapple, pieces of watermelon, or try to try some cheese. So it's, it's nice to just walk around and then see what they have to offer. It's always very fresh fruit because they they get it every day and then they bring it to the market so it's very farm to table kind of thing 
It kind of feels like a little bit of a, a social atmosphere. Like you see people that you recognize and, and you meet people who are selling the fruit or the cheese and you get to talk to them, ask them about their products. And like you said, it's just kind of nice to be able to try some of these things uh, before you buy them or just get a feel for the food that's out there. And I know you were saying like your grandma or, or whoever may be cooking dinner for the night, like they can just go get the ingredients um, every day, like maybe the handmade tortillas. Yes, my, my grandma cooks every day and she cooks for a lot of people because a lot of people come every day to visit her. So she always makes food for about five to six people. And she doesn't go to the supermarket once a week. She just walks out and gets whatever ingredients she needs every single day. So every time that she cooks is things that she got in the same day, makes everything taste uh, a lot better when it's fresh. Yeah, that, that sounds great. I wish I wish I had that option available to me. Unfortunately, it's trips to Safeway once a week and trying to stack up on food uh, over the weekend. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about um, like Guadalajara, the region. Uh, so it's in a state called Jalisco, and Jalisco they're they're also known for the agave plants and and making of tequila. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, like the the tradition of tequila and like. Um, the process of, of how they make it and like why, why Jalisco is well known for tequila. Well, yes, the, the natives of the, of the region always use the, the agave plant to make alcoholic drinks. Uh, I think the one that was the most popular was the pulque, which is the agave juice fermented. But then when the Spanish came, they introduced the distillation uh, method. And then that's how the tequila was born. So it's a mixed culture of uh, the natives and the Europeans. And if you want to get tequila, I think about 99% comes from Jalisco and the other 1% from other regions. I'm not very sure which ones are they, but they have this denomination of origin. And it's just the, the weather and the ground that makes the agave plant go grows so well in that region. So, you know, just in terms of tequila, like the, the culture in Mexico, like what would you say is the difference between uh, the drinking culture there compared to here, like how people enjoy tequila? So the first thing that I should note is that in Mexico, we don't really take shots of tequila. We either drink it and sip it like if it was another, uh, maybe a, like a glass of wine. So it is also served in glasses like that or we prepare cocktails, but the sh I think the shots is more of an American and European thing. Um, definitely, if you go to a bar in Mexico, you're gonna find mainly tequila as the drinks options, the spirits options, and beer. Um, I, they also, we also have a lot of cocktails, but it's always surrounding tequila, or also mezcal nowadays. I think mezcal in the past 10 years has gained a lot of popularity all over Mexico and I see that coming into San Francisco as well. So we did a, a tasting when we were in Jalisco. We went to the Tres Mujeres um, uh, Tequila where, where they distill the agave and they had us try the various varieties. So we had the Blanco, the Reposado, the Añejo and I think the reason why um, there's like a, a, a misconception in the United States that you enjoy it like by taking shots is because they're drinking the cheaper Blanco version um, and not having a more like well-refined taste uh, with age like uh, Reposado or Añejo um, being aged uh, Reposado one to three years I believe and then Añejo three years more 
and then you can get the extra añejo, even even more aged. So it gives it a more um, uh, refined flavor. Like it has has a more robust flavor. It doesn't like make your throat hurt as much when you have it. So you're pretty well traveled. Like you've been to other parts of Mexico, like Baja, Oaxaca, the capital. So like, what, what are your um, experience with food in other regions? Like, is there any differences that you found? Yes, um, there's definitely a lot of differences. I would say that still what is very consistent is that in Mexico, the corn or maize is very, is very well consumed everywhere. Also making salsas, they might make salsas in a different way than in each region, but it's still salsa, salsas are very important. Uh, but I'd say, for example, in Baja, it's mainly seafood, especially fish tacos and shrimp tacos. Uh, they, are, they are more focused on that. So just for the listeners, Baja, California is uh, borders the United States uh, right across from California. So it's right on the ocean. Um, and then, you know, also for context, uh, we were talking about how we're at Taqueria Los Mayas and um, the food here is from the Yucatan. So that's also near the Gulf Coast uh, on the other side of the country. And then um, Guadalajara, more inland, um, kind of in the middle. So obviously the region that you're in, uh, the proximity to the coast, you know, kind of affects um, what food you have. And, and also, like we were talking about, like the the plants you can grow like the agave and things like that so and um you know i know you've also been to uh mexico city like was there anything there like any restaurants there that stood out or anything like that well mexico city has a lot of the street tacos the the little tacos are like what like uh three inches wide um i think other other things to note from mexico city is what is called the the mexican caviar and that's ant eggs so in Mexico, there's these species of ants that grow, I don't know, like about one inch long. They, so they're pretty big. And then they have these, they put these uh, fairly big size eggs. So they, in Mexico, we eat them. We, in Mexico City, especially, they prepare them and it's called escamoles. Uh, and that's one of the best things in Mexico, I would say, for food, food boys. Um, also, something that is growing in popularity nowadays is worm salt. So worm, worms and insects in general have been consumed by the, by the natives for a, for a long time. But these days, now, modern Mexican cuisine is incorporating this salt that is made out of worms. Let me think, what else is typical to Mexico City? Well, they, they do have a lot of street food, that's for sure. And then you find it almost in every corner. Um, from tortas, something called pampasos, which is a torta that is uh, cooked with some red sauce as well. And I know you mentioned this past summer, um, you did a little bit of traveling in South America. So like you've been to other Latin American countries, like you've been to Cuba and Colombia and uh, some of these other countries. So like, how would you say that Mexican food compares to other parts of Latin America? Like what, what, is, what is your preference in terms of the food that you've experienced? Um, I'm pretty biased here <laughs> because, yeah, I, w I would say Mexican food, but because also I'm used to it since I'm a little kid. So for me, Mexican food is not just the taste of it, but it's also reminding me of my homeland, you know. Uh, so I think that adds a lot of like this nostalgic feeling to it. So 
I wouldn't even say that Mexican food necessarily is my favorite food, but it's definitely the food that I would not be able to give up. Yeah, Mexican food is it's definitely very um, flavorful, and um, I think you have a wide variety um, of, of different kinds of things that you can do with it. And I mean, I, I'm, right, I'm right there with you. Like, I, I haven't been to a ton of countries. I've been to a few, but Mexican food is right up there with um, my, my favorite type of food. I think, uh, you know, we've covered a lot of information. We're kind of starting to wrap up the podcast. Is there anything else, um, you know, that you want to mention about Mexican food in general or that you think that um, people should know or, like, different kinds of, uh, of things that you would recommend that people should try if they go to a Mexican restaurant? Yes, try everything that other than the typical burrito or tacos and explore because there is so much more than what we with what we're used to here there's for every taste there is seafoods there is vegetarian and yeah just try it out I, I'm getting also pretty hungry here from staring at the panuchos so maybe we should start eating these, these panuchos are looking really good um, yeah so you know thank you again Diego for coming on the podcast um, I think it was it was a good one um, we covered a lot of information about Mexican food and um, hopefully the listeners have a little better idea and if they go to Guadalajara they know what to look out for um, so yeah thank you listeners for tuning in to another episode um, we hope you enjoyed the episode as always feel free to give feedback and we'll see you next time